Kamara. I don't know, Jeff, has it? I must have missed that. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. This episode and all episodes in season two are produced in partnership with the Square Ball. The Square Ball is located just off Marion Square. It has dozens of screens showing televised sport and award-winning barbecue, making it the perfect spot in Dublin to catch the game. For more information or to book in, please visit the-square-ball.com. Thanks. With the doctor's orders. Doctor's orders. Silly me. <laughs> How fucking rude of me. Obviously, the doctor Please. was. Doctor was... He, he still thinks we're the three busted bar stills. That's what. Yes, he's, he's, he's counting. I would, I would never forget you, brother. <laughs> Don't you ever worry about that. So, I suppose, coach. Yeah, look. Start you know, that doctor's, clock. The, the doctor's time is expensive, so we'll start your clock now. Um. <clears throat> yeah, thank you very much. So, uh, this week, I'm going to be. Going somewhat around the world to many different continents to uh, just run through a couple of odd and bizarre rules in sport. So the first one is from uh, Major League Baseball. Don't know much about it, just look this up. So ambidextrous pitchers, we all know what ambidextrous means. Yes, left-hander and right-hander. So the player can't go pitching with both hands. He has to inform the ref or the umpire or whatever is officiating the game, which hand that they intend to use, and they have to stick with using that hand. And can he switch between games? or uh, Between games, yes, but not switch between hands in the same game. Mm, okay. So, um, I wonder if injuries affect that. Now. That's interesting. Um, I think if it's a pretty obvious injury, an exception can be made, yes. But I'm not familiar I'm sure it has happened where someone has switched hands before and that's why they probably bought the, brought the rule in. But I'm not familiar of any recent um, incidences in which the player has been called on doing that. Um, so yeah, ambidextrous pitchers in baseball. Got to use the same hand. Do oh, baseball match. team managers, just on that, do baseball team managers then pick batters in order to face a right or left-handed pitcher? I'd imagine, yeah, they're imagining. They must do. The, that would be uh, quite tactical, yes, but I, I don't know, to be quite honest. Not going to yeah. beat about Base- the bush. Baseball's getting a lot of love here yeah. today for uh, a podcast. Yeah. I'm going to get of, myself a Dodgers jersey after this. Four, four lads that have no idea what the fuck's going on in the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've watched um, Moneyball. Hey, <laughs> everyone has watched Moneyball. It's one of the best yeah. movies ever made. Yeah. The next one is quite a, a funny one. Now, bear with me because it'll be quite controversial as to whether. Uh, you would class this as a sport. I think it is in theory class as a sport, but I'm not sure how we feel about it. Chess have an anti-cleavage rule. So in the female sport of chess, if an opponent deems, uh, if a player deems their opponent to be having too much bust out, they can report it to the ref and have them expelled from the game. But it, but it's not enforceable in the male game, so I may have a massive opportunity no, so there. Unless, unless you're like, I don't know, we're in a jockstrap or something. <laughs> and they're like, here, ref, this is a bit too much exposure. I want him suspended from the game. Some religious um, grounds. 
Yes, so I think they have like this two-button rule where you can't have more than two buttons open <laughs> at the top. Pretty much. Mad and bizarre. Next one, hold on to your hats, people. In tennis, uh, if a player's hat falls off during a serve or a turn, the opposing player can call for an obstruction. And it was an example of this, uh, Andy Murray and Thomas Birdike. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But in the US Open in 2012, I think it was this could have been the quarterfinal or semi one. And, Burditch uh, is the name. Bur- Burditch. Burditch. Thank Burditch. You. Thank you. Uh, Burditch. Um, yeah, so basically Andy Murray, almost, Andy Murray was having like a point winning or match winning serve, but his half fell off. But Burditch uh, clearly could not get to the ball to return it anyway, but he called for an obstruction. And was Andy Murray Scottish He's, or British at the time? Um, he would have been British I at this think time. He would have been British at this time, yes. Yes. Get that in every yeah. time he's mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. It was the semi final and centre court at the US Open, yeah. Um, yeah, so hold on to your hats. <laughs> Next one, right? So this is kind of a bit odd, and I'm hoping uh, one of our obvious members of the panel will be able to answer this because my interpretation of the rules when it comes to fouling players, is that the ref can only judge what's going on above the surface. So in water polo, as obvious as this is, you cannot grab a player by the scrotum. It's an offence and it can lead you to being removed from the game. Now, I don't know if there are different rules in water polo around the the world in different countries that it's played in. But yeah, my interpretation of the rules is that the ref can only judge fouls that he can see above. So you can kick the shot of each other underneath the water. But if you're Jones someone, on the field there. Yeah. But if you're uh, if if you're grabbing someone or pulling them down, the ref sees whatever is coming going on above the surface of the water, he can only judge what's a foul and what's not. Maybe you can jump <laughs> in there, Derek. <laughs> I think it's knowledge. <laughs> I think it's it's very difficult to see a, a scrotum grab, <laughs> as you so eloquently put it. Um, just, just to make it clean, you know, scrotum. Yeah, a scrotum. Um, yeah, like it's it's like anything, I suppose. You can. There, Gaza was well known for now scrotum grab, wasn't he? Yeah. Or no, he he. It's he Vinnie had Jones. His scrotum. Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones. Yeah, but it was Gaza's scr- think so, scrotum yeah. in the hand, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Like. I don't think Vinnie Jones was sent out for that, was he? Beric, has your scrotum ever been grabbed under the water? That's a no comment <laughs> for me. I'd say, I'd say kidney jabs are a hoover now. They're actually quite... What I do know a lot of uh, players do is because their speedos <coughs> are so small and tight that they actually do a lot of pubic hair shaving so their pubes are getting cold either. Okay. But this is... This Aquadynamic, is you call it? What's and what I believe is fact. What's the next <laughs> rule and regulation, please? Right, the next rule. From, extensive, from extensive doctor research. <laughs> the next rule is, uh, right, in Aussie rules, now, they may or may not have changed this, this law as it is in recent times, but in Aussie rules, a team captain can ask the umpire to do a head count of the opposition to see if they have more than the regulated 18 players on the pitch. So basically what happens is uh, if a team captain asks for this, everyone gets pulled into like the centre of the field and the, the umpire or referee or whatever basically just does a head count of the opposition team. So their max is 18, and if they are seen to have 19 players or more on the pitch while in play after that team captain is called that, 
they uh, the team who calls for it can get a, a free kick, but the opposition team can also lose all their points that they've scored up to that point oh. in the game. So imagine being 50 points 20 up, up yeah. and then all of a sudden you're 20, 20 nil. Um, I told you to get off. <laughs> told you to get off, yeah. Next one is, now I know I've mentioned this before, which is still quite bizarre. I think they should change it. It's the Bundesliga mm. hat-trick rule. Kind of actually annoyed me when I found out yeah. that this rule actually exists. You remind me. Basically, all three of your goals must be scored in the same half and goals cannot be scored in between your goals. So Great this happened to Haaland and it happened to Sancho uh, for Dortmund last season in the Bundesliga. Um, and basically they were kind of robbed of a hat-trick as we would know it in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. So good, good game last night as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, it ended up three two. Haaland and Lewandowski on Munich, the score. Their classicer, Munich and Dortmund. Their classicer, yeah. Um, to Dortmund won or Munich yeah, won. Munich, Munich. Um, um, <coughs> of course, it is. Yeah, and the then German the game since lockdown one lads. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the player of the match award in La Liga. You remember this? I forget who it was. Born, uh, Barcelona were playing. But uh, Ansu Fati, who was only 17 at the time, couldn't be given the Player of the Match award because he was only 17 because the match day sponsor was Budweiser. But he turned 18 last week, so hopefully he'll get that man of the match He's award. He's out injured now, actually, I think. I think he's after his ACL. What did they give him then? A Capri Sonner? <laughs> Bottle no, of they just they gave it to... Um... <sighs> oh, Rakitic. I forget who they gave it to. They, they gave it to someone else anyway. Um, that's that's no, I don't I don't like that. No, that's I, I not don't me like it either. But I think in terms scrotum of... grabbing, I'll take. But <laughs> give the young you fellow a point. to Mister and Mrs. Fatty, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like why? What, what's the fucking? What's it's the, it's that? like on a not not to be making comparisons, but it's like on a. You remember the X Factor, and they had the extra factor, and if you were under sixteen, you weren't allowed on it because it was one after nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. Bizarre. Uh, anyway. Outside the watershed, was it? Outside the watershed. Um, another one, and this is, there's two examples of this, okay? So, you cannot, uh, if you're taking a penalty or a goal kick, kicking the ball twice is prohibited. So, there was two oh, incidents of this. Mares, uh for a penalty for Leicester against Man City. 2016 maybe or 2015 basically he slipped on the ball and kicked it twice or appeared to kick it with both feet and it went in and it was disallowed but then there was an incident uh, Joe Hart was in goal for Man City against QPR and he was uh, he was taking a, a goal kick and basically kicked the ball but as he did he slipped and then got up and kicked it again but it only went out as far as uh, Charlie Austin who got the ball put it in the back of the net but then the ref called it back for the goal kick to be retaken. So he's disallowed a goal. And I think that game, if I remember correctly, ended 2-2. But it goes to show how inconsistent that rule can actually be. Is that the... Be. That's not the... Is it Charlie Austin, the, the Park Life remix? That's not that game, no. What was that called? Um, no, that would have yeah. been when he was for Southampton, was it? Yeah, but it, it is Charlie game? Austin, though, that you're, yeah. you're on yeah. about the yeah. Park Life remix. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Next one, referees cannot be interviewed. I think we had a discussion about this before mm. when we were talking about a number of the VAR decisions. 
So yeah, basically, I think they. What they use? Did you that? see? Uh, did you see this week's atrocity of VAR yeah. for Bamford. uh, Bamford's? Jeez, oh, that, I, that, that I didn't see. No, he put his hand up so, to call for the ball, and his arm was offside. That was calling for the ball. Oh Okay. That sounded like the start of Benny Hill there. Was that what you were going for? That's like a special accent. I'm not getting off this point. I'm sticking with it. Some, uh, some, um, some pretty bizarre rules out there in sport. Plenty of bizarre rules. Um, but the, the Bamford one. Scandalous. Like,